0: Congressman, can you hear us?
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes,
0: I can. Thank you very much for your patience. Again, I'm uh, the backup uh, on the morning show here today. Dave is vacationing in Montana, so ah, I, I well, get good for good for David. I I get to run the program, and I have the great pleasure of having our Congressman on the air. And I do want to say, Congressman Davis, that uh, one of the things I appreciate most about your work on Capitol Hill is the um, dedication you have to the agricultural community in our neck of the woods here in East Central and Central Illinois. And uh, I did uh, report on our news and agribusiness segment filling in for Dave this morning. And I don't know if this gentleman is a Republican or a Democrat, but I will uh, ask you a question about it and your familiarity with it. Representative Anthony Delgado, I believe he's a rural New York state uh, congressman 19th district uh, he has uh, introduced a bill to modify chapter 12 bankruptcy are you familiar with that and what can you tell us about it and what it means for the agricultural community
1: well I'm, I'm not familiar with the exact bill I'll be honest with you but because you asked we'll we'll take a look at it <laughs> uh, but you know the key is in my opinion especially with our ag sector we got to be less about you know, finding out how we can get operations to go into bankruptcy, we've got to be more about opening up markets, we got to be more about making sure that our risk management tools and our risk management opportunities are going to allow our farmers to not even have to think about bankruptcy.
0: Indeed, and in that regard, um, something I know that is uh, on the national scene uh, and hoping folks uh, in in your chamber can get things done uh, before the uh, session ends. The US, Mexico, Canada trade deal, what can you tell us about that? That affects not, not only agriculture, but certainly affects agriculture.
1: Well, it certainly affects agriculture and it's key. I think the USMCA passing the house would open up a floodgate of, of bilateral deals with countries like China, South Korea, Japan, even, uh, you know, groupings like uh, the EU and maybe even a bilateral agreement with the U.K. after Brexit. I mean, these are crucial to our farmers having certainty, crucial to our farmers having, the, you know, the marketplaces to sell their products. Uh, this, this deal is a better deal, a better deal than what NAFTA was. It's President Trump living up to his promise to renegotiate NAFTA. We just need to have Nancy Pelosi, who, you know, remember, the Democrats lead the House. They need to be put uh, This bill needs to be put on the floor, and I think it'll pass
0: and that would be kind of the first domino in your thinking in in what we hope uh, a lot of chain reaction that follows.
1: I really believe so. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's crucial. I think it's needed and uh I'm I'm certainly pushing to make it happen.
0: In that regard, uh President Trump uh at is it the G20? Uh he just arrived in Japan, is it? Mhm. Uh, is how much yeah. how much on on that front do you think uh, the president can get done while he's over there with other world leaders?
1: Well, I certainly hope a lot. You know, and the key is who else is going. Is is uh, Robert Lighthizer going? Is, you know, is uh, any are any other you know Steve Mnuchin going too? Are they talking with other foreign ministers? Because you know, at the presidential level and the prime minister level, it's a lot more about pomp and circumstance. And at the uh, at the the level of, of negotiators and team members, that's where you'll see the real results, or you'll see stagnation.
0: All right, are you in Washington right now? I never did uh, do the courtesy of asking you. Are you are you home, or or where are you? I believe Congress is in session, right?
1: We are. I'm in Washington right now, and uh, we're. Uh, I'm in Washington now. We're we're actually going to be on the floor. The Democrats are trying to put a. A bill on the floor that i 'll be standing up and opposing that would really do nothing to address the many issues related to the Mueller report and election interference instead, it would be a direct takeover of our federal ele- of our state and local election systems by the federal government. You could tune in today and see me stand up and fight that terrible piece of legislation probably in about twenty minutes
0: all right well we won 't keep you much longer, but uh, that 's uh, important uh, important uh, legislation. That is uh, being debated today. that's, that's for sure. Uh, I have to ask before I let you go though, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you watched the Democrats debate last night. Maybe not, maybe not. But uh, if you did, your reaction. the presidential candidate we
1: playing, okay. Yeah, I did not watch it uh, and we're, you know some of those candidates on stage were people that I served with. Uh, is the second one tonight?
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Okay Well, the, I was just glad because I was playing in the annual congressional baseball game last night. And I was kind of glad that my friends who are running for president on the Democrat side, Tim Ryan and Eric Swalwell, I was pretty glad they weren't playing last night. Otherwise, the Democrats may have beat us by a little more.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, that's uh, that's a historic event for a lot of reasons, isn't
1: it? You know, it really is. But it's an event that you know where we Republicans and Democrats come together, and and we also. Uh, You know, we raise over a million dollars for local D.C. charities.
0: Uh, There's a a gentleman from uh, Monticello, Illinois, John Miller, that recently passed away. Are you familiar with him?
1: I am. I am. And uh, we gave a tribute to John on the House floor not too long ago. And those are the types of, you know, tragedies that, you know, we hope to at least honor the service of folks like John in Monticello and, and other places. And it's a tragedy for Monticello, though.
0: Yeah, as the uh, the young man that is replacing him was sworn in as alderman earlier this week. Uh, he's my longtime broadcast partner. I do the play-by-play for our volleyball, women's basketball, and baseball teams. And uh, uh, the young man that's taken over that uh, seat on the city council uh, said that uh, he was very proud that uh, John was honored and said that you brought him up on the on the floor there in, in Congress, and uh, we wanted to give you a shout-out and a thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, having the opportunity to honor good people like John.
0: All right, Congressman, well, uh, have a have a good day on the floor today, huh? All right? Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you, as always, for your visit, Congressman Rodney Davis. This is News Talk 1400 WDWS.